following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time to head north in the MSP North podcast covering high school sports in Montgomery and Robertson counties. Here are your hosts, Brady McAtemney and Blaine Keller. Welcome, everybody, to the MSP North podcast. It is a beautiful, cloudy Wednesday here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, Blaine, why don't you welcome in our first guest today? Yeah, so we'll, we'll take you up north. Montgomery County welcoming in first-year West Creek head football coach Rob Gallowitz. Coach Gallowitz, thank you for the time today. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys letting me come on today and uh, kind of talk a little football and put a little spotlight on uh, West Creek. So it's going good. Absolutely. Never never a bad time to talk football, right? Oh, never. Yeah, so, so this past weekend you guys hosted um, – kind of like a, a citywide pro day type thing, kind of like a, a, a scouting combine almost. Um, tell us about how that went. Uh, for it being the first year, I thought it went really, really well. Uh, we had uh, right out 80 kids. Um, and so when the kids came in, we had a lot of uh, middle school kids. And then we had a couple high school guys. Um, our guys were there. And then we had a couple other guys throughout the city um, that are going to do some things. And they came by and they participated. Um, and it's just an opportunity again for the guys that kind of compete. They've been, and in my opinion, there's nothing in the city that we're doing as a community to to allow them to kind of showcase, you know, what they've put in in the weight room and things like that before we get off at the spring ball. So that was kind of the idea behind it too. Yeah, were were there any guys that uh, you know caught your eye, caught some attention with you know some fast forties or high verticals or some you know quick three cones or something? Um, we had a lot of uh, eighth grade, um, and I, I can only really talk about our guys. Um, but I mean, they, they had some good size on them, uh, and you know they were able to kind of do some things, especially in the weight room um, that they've been working pretty hard on. We had a uh, incoming five, like it was nobody's business. So um, we're excited about that, and you know, just some other things that we saw. Already against the guys and kind of pushing each other. Um, Cam Athey over at Northeast, and so uh, there was a couple other guys. I think there was a guy from Kenwood and Rossview. So it was a good event um, that just allowed them to kind of get out there and compete. Well, Coach, when when you talk about competition and kind of getting any kind of competition that you can here in the spring, it, it seems like you're still trying to get your feet wet a little bit with with West Creek football and kind of getting an idea of what guys you're going to kind of have uh, going into this season. I think one of those competitions that you could kind of talk about it is at the quarterback spot, Caden Pace, Daniel Honeycutt, two guys that maybe will be competing for that starting role in the fall. In your mind, how have you kind of seen that maybe in the couple of reps that you've gotten to see both of those guys? Um, so KP, Caden uh, Pace, he he definitely has the, the experience. Um, he played for us last year. Uh, and so he's kind of the veteran guy that's coming back. Um, he plays multiple sports. Um, he's just an all around like athlete. And then Daniel Honeycutt, he's a younger guy. 
um, but he's going to be an incoming uh, junior. And uh, he's, again, another multi-sport guy. <clears throat> so it will be fun to kind of see how it plays out in this in the spring. Either way, both of them are going to play somewhere on the field. They're just those kind of athletes that you can plug and play and put them in any position, and they're going to show out. Um, so it's kind of a blessing to have two guys like that, um, but just the one that's going to get the direct snap after, you know, after every play is going to be kind of important, and we're trying to figure that out right now. So, Yeah, so this is your first season as a head coach um, as a high school football team. Um, so uh, this is uh, really going to be a new experience for you. Um, with this being your first spring, uh, what are some things that you've – kind of started to do, found yourself doing, or um, things that you're excited to start doing? Uh, so uh, it's kind of funny. So yesterday or on Monday was our first day in full pads. Um, and I have a new offensive coordinator that came in from California. I've got pretty much a brand new staff. I brought a couple of guys back, um, but for the most part, it's, it's newer guys that are in the building. And after the first day of pads, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm calling other head coaches in the city, and I'm calling some other guys that I know. And I'm like, man, this is this is not how I thought it was going to go. And, you know, they reassured me, like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Like, this is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's going to be crazy. Uh, the best comparison I think I can have is it's like trying to drink water through a fire hydrant. Like, the kids are just trying to take it all in, and we have to really slow it down and just say, hey, like – we're going to take this baby steps at a time, figure out what we got on the depth chart in the spring, and then that'll kind of give us an idea going into the summer and the fall. So, Yeah, so of course you spent time as the assistant under uh, Coach Fig at West Creek, um, and you also spent time as an assistant under your new uh, region rival, Clarksville, Isaac Shelby. Uh, what are some things that you learned as an assistant on under those guys? Um, I think uh, one of the things I think from, you know, Shelby was just thinking outside of the box. Um, he was always finding ways just to invest in the kids, whether that was taking them to seven on seven tournaments outside of, you know, the normal ones we do in the city, um, you know, scheduling games with people that, you know, are going to be a little bit tougher in the spring to kind of really prepare you for the six, eight ball that you're going to get into. Um, so just, just kind of the way the program was ran, uh, has been like a big thing that I kind of took from him for Coach Fig. I mean, he did a great job fundraising. He did a great job, you know, providing things for the kids that they needed um, and finding creative ways to, you know, feed the team, clothe the team, travel with the team. So um, I took a little bit of each of those guys, and I'm trying to just mold it into something that kind of fits our kids and, you know, makes them feel valued here at West Creek. So. It's kind of what we're trying to strive for. Yeah, and then one thing that I've noticed you guys do is, um, I don't remember exactly what you call it, but you'll bring in some professionals from around the city um, who you know are in various fields doing different things. I know you had the guys from Fat Shack in at one point, um, a whole, uh, whole bunch of different guys from all over the, sp uh, the career spectrum. And I know that's something that uh, Coach Shelby has kind of liked to do as well. Um, tell us about uh, what you think the benefit of uh, doing that kind of thing is uh, for high schoolers. So I think the biggest thing is like, so we call it real life Tuesday and um, before our lift, we usually bring them in an off, off season and it's just to provide them with a connection and just an idea of something to do after high school. A lot of these guys think they're, you know, they have dreams of going pro and playing college ball and 
for a lot of them, just like based off statistics, like it's not, it's not going to probably be that path. And so we want to provide them another path because, you know, we're a big military town and a, a lot of these kids are just surrounded by, you know, the military community. My goal is to show them that, hey, if the military is not something you want to do, if college ball is not there for you, and college may not be your your end goal, you know, when you leave high school, then there are some other routes and some other people I can connect you with in the community, um, you know, that, that can possibly provide another outlet for you, you know, because I think anytime these kids can get in, you know, in front of another human being who's really successful, who looks similar to them, you know, I think that really adds a lot of value to our program and just to the kids in general. Yeah, that is definitely a uh, awesome thing to do for these kids. Um, you know, like you said, just kind of give them another outlet, something to uh, potentially look forward to after high school. Um, yeah. But Rob, thank you so much for joining us today. It was awesome to talk football, real life, pro day, um, you know, all that with you. Uh, we look forward to uh, having you on again at some point, and uh, <laughs> good luck drinking from that fire hydrant. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, you guys come check us out sometime this season. You guys are always welcome here, so I appreciate it. Thanks, you know, man. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Kim Snyder, head coach of the White House Heritage Softball Team. We've all heard the saying that a little can go a long way. This is especially true during the Big Payback's 24-hour online giving event, helping support hundreds of local nonprofit organizations from 6 p.m. on May 4th through 6 p.m. May 5th. A gift of as little as $10 could be boosted by cash prizes and help to make a big difference in the life-changing work of local nonprofits. Learn more at thebigpayback.org. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard, wherever your Main Street is. We've got a podcast for you, whether it's Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange Sports Reporter Casey Patrick, the MSP North Podcast with Brady and Blaine covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties. More with them in a moment. Also, the Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier. They get a macro view of the prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media social platforms and 
wherever you get your podcasts. We take you back up north, your host, Brady and Blaine. Welcome back to the MSP North podcast. So many great things happening within our company and in Middle Tennessee, just with high school sports, so many great things happening. We'll take you to one that we haven't talked about enough this season, admittedly, White House Heritage and its softball program, regular season district champions in 9-2A. We talk now with head coach Kim Snyder. Coach Snyder, how are we? Ah, hey, we're pretty good. You know, it's always nice to uh, finish the season at the top. So, super excited. Well, coach, I'll start off with this. Your, your team has 10 wins on the season, and seven of them have come against District 9-2A competition. So, in the games that you've played, you've won the ones that have mattered. So just talk to us about what that has kind of happened, what's happened throughout the season that has allowed your girls to to win the games that really had significance on your postseason fate. Well, you know, I think a lot of it had to do with – we did have a rough start for sure. Uh, uh, near the, As we headed into the season, um, our roster had to change a little bit, unfortunately. Um, and we lost some pretty good talent. And, uh, you know, we had to sort of figure out a new dynamic uh, and, and put some people in different places that they weren't exactly accustomed to. Um, and so we took some time to do that. Um, all along, I've told the girls to trust that process, trust each other, uh, and get a little better every day. Uh, and so when it came around to really getting into the – the district part of our season, I think we were starting to buy in a little bit more to that idea. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons we've been really successful this season. Yeah, so that success has, uh, like you said, earned you guys a spot at the top and you're going now into the tournament. Um, tell us a little bit about the outlook of this tournament. Who are some teams you guys expect to see and uh, what experience you have against those teams that, uh, you know, you might be coming to see in this next week or two? Uh, so, um, you know, at the end of last season, even Cheatham County, who is again in our district, we reformatted districts this past year and uh, Cheatham County is still in our district and they came on strong really last season uh, at the end and, and still today we split uh, our two games, our two regular season games with them this year. Uh, and so I'm anticipating a pretty good battle with them. Uh, they always get uh, hyped when it comes to tournament time. So I'm looking forward to that. Coach Garrett over there and I get along pretty well, but, but we're definitely both competitive and, and that drives us. Um, and then Sycamore has um, outdone us once this season. So uh, I think, you know, we ended up with or came close to ending up with a, a three-way tie for second, third, and fourth in our district. So this is definitely going to be a week that it's going to be whoever comes to play and has the biggest part for it kind of thing, This I think, this week. So. Yeah. Well, Coach, you mentioned some players early in the season that kind of had to drop off, but you still have talent throughout the roster right now, obviously, in being number one in 9-2A. Maddie Myers is a 378 average that leads the team, and Audrey Brinkley, a UT Southern signee, is a really versatile player, as we've talked about in the past. 
whenever you have to throw players into different positions and get them accustomed to things that maybe they weren't expecting, who are some of those players that have stuck out over the course of this season? Well, for sure. Maddie has uh, definitely stepped up for us. You know, she's a really quiet person, but definitely a tenacious competitor. And uh, Audrey brings us speed and diversity at the plate. Uh, but I would certainly look for uh, Brenna Henshaw, our senior pitcher, uh, to continue to bring the composure that she brings in the circle, uh, as well as a great deal of consistency in there. Uh, I think, you know, when Brenna's in the circle, we have a lot of confidence defensively behind her. Uh, and that's always that's always a plus. Uh, along with that, Brenna also has served as, uh, an offensive anchor for us. Uh, she, along with uh, Hayden Duff and Julie Gladowski, sort of serve as the anchors to our offense. And, I mean, alone, they probably put together about 40% of our RBIs. So, uh, you know, those would definitely be some of the ones I keep an eye on uh, as we get into this postseason. Well, Coach, your team, White House Heritage, reached the sectional round last year. And after coming on strong in the district slate, I'm sure you guys are maybe hoping for a return to that point, if not further. But you welcome in Summertown now, who is a Class 2A favorite, I believe. You know, whenever you look at that district region and then sectional after that, you know, what, what expectations are you hoping from your team at that point? And what can you kind of hope for going into these next couple of weeks? Oh, you know, softball players are very superstitious. Um, so I don't, you know, you never want to jinx yourself by putting it out there. But uh, I like to call it sort of maintaining the legacy that, that we've established here at Heritage. And uh, I definitely have a goal of making it back to sectionals, if not further. Uh, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Summertown's sitting on top of their district right now uh, in a really good spot. Uh, and, and we've stood, you know, played side by side against them, not against them, but, you know, next to them at the state level uh, for a couple of years. And so definitely looking forward to that matchup. Um, Got to keep an eye on, you always have to keep an eye on Giles County. Uh, we saw them a couple of years ago at the sub-state and, and, and they know what they're doing as well, as well as Loretta. Uh, so what I'm looking for, you know, we've kind of, we've talked a little bit about it. And collectively, we actually have a whole lot of talent. I don't necessarily have a, a standout by any means. Uh, but when we put all the talent together that we have in our small group, uh, I think we're going to be able to do some big things to get some of those big wins that we're going to need to move on. So, yeah, I, I definitely love the goal of, of getting back to sectionals, if not further. Uh, but we're going to focus to do that. We've got to focus on taking it one game at a time for sure. Well, as you mentioned, White House Heritage has a great history in softball, especially over the past 10 years. And, We'll see if uh, the Patriots can kind of move on after that and move, continue on with that this season. Coach Snyder, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Kim. 
So we're going to head to our uh, second and final break of the day. When we come back, our one thing segment, our performance of the week, and our games of the week. We've all heard the saying that a little can go a long way. This is especially true during the Big Payback's 24-hour online giving event, helping support hundreds of local nonprofit organizations. From 6 p.m. on May 4th through 6 p.m. May 5th, a gift of as little as $10 could be boosted by cash prizes and help to make a big difference in the life-changing work of local nonprofits. Learn more at thebigpayback.org. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Preps to pros, we got you covered on Main Street Sports today, weekdays at 2 p.m. Central, with Chris Yao, Mo Patton, and JP Plan as they take you through all of the mid-state to high school news, local, college, regional, SEC, the pros, reaction from the draft, and so much more. On this Thursday edition, as always, we've got our daily Braves report this day in Braves history, plus our team and player of the weekend, Coach's Corner spotlighting a local prep or college coach. It's on Main Street Sports today, weekdays, 2 p.m. Central, right here on all of these Main Street media outlets. Visit MainStreetSportsToday.com for more details. We take you back up north to Brady and Blaine. Those those three handsome guys put on a heck of a show, don't they? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, Blaine, we are uh, going into our one thing segment. And if you don't mind, uh, I would like to go first as I have, uh, you know, we have kind of a sheet here. Um, you know, here, here's kind of a, a little look at uh, how, how the, uh, how was it the, uh, the bacon is made? The, what, I, I don't remember the exact, the exact same. In Magic, but, uh, yeah. I, we have kind of a little skeleton of how our, our show is put together here on my second handy dandy monitor. Um, and I've got my two on there, but I've got a third honorary one that I'd uh, like to give out real quick. Um, so I guess my, my third one thing of the day is, um, that, uh, uh this Friday, um, the, uh, Robertson County connections, uh, sports writer, Blaine Keller is graduating from Austin P state university. That's, so that is I correct. To, yeah. Uh, wow. Make, make that one of my one things and, uh, congratulate Mr. Blaine Keller on his upcoming graduation. I think I, it fits in Montgomery and Robertson County. So I think if you couldn't tell, I am not graduated from college yet I don't look like it so you know exciting but it doesn't really feel like it um I'm still afraid something's gonna go horribly wrong you know just yeah, it's still, some, still time to fail a class right <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, don't don't say that knock on wood but um yeah. let's let's go to my one here um but you know my one thing Greenbrier baseball I mentioned it last week they have um you know been on, on a really great tear as of late, I believe it was 12 or 13 straight wins against some really tough teams. They beat Beach. They beat Rossview. 
but it came to an end last night against Dixon County. I believe that was a 4-2 loss to close the regular season. Still undefeated in District 9-2A, 9-3A, I should say, and they are the top seed hosting that tournament at the end of this week. It's been a great run for them, and I think they'll continue to do that in the district tournament. But, you know, just seeing their hot streak kind of come to a close there was pretty interesting. Definitely. Um, sticking on the baseball field, uh, Clarksville Academy in their district tournament um, does beat down MJCA. They beat down DCA and got to Clarksville Academy on Monday for that district champion. Uh, district championship game, I should say. Um, they got out to an early 4 nothing lead against Good Pasture, who is the top-ranked team in the entire classification. Clarksville Academy, I think, is number five, so not too far behind. But Clarksville Academy, or uh, rather Good Pasture, has been really at the top there pretty much all season. So, um, you know, they wanted to get that win. They they got swept by them in the regular season. Um, they had that 4 nothing lead, but eventually lost by just a single run. But just the fact that they were able to hang with them that long um, lose by just a run, have the lead on them for a lot of that game shows that, you know, maybe if they meet again, they might have a chance to get that win. So Clarksville Academy falling just sort of good pasture to get that number two coming up in uh, the uh, region. And that region will be pretty interesting. I, I spent a long time looking at that bracket this morning, facing off against Grace Christian, uh, who's really had a solid season. A, a couple of guys yeah. with 40 RBIs and a lot of power bats in that lineup. So It'll come down to the pitching of Merriweather and Max Castle to really, I think, push them back to that rematch, which would be in the region championship, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. My other one thing, let's go once again, my weekly Bria's Monday in Springfield softball update, it feels like. Uh, this Thursday, weather permitting, the Jackets will host the winner of West Creek and Northeast tonight on Wednesday. They'll play, those two teams will play the play-in. Springfield being the number one seed, they will host Spr- Northeast or West Creek, and Bria's Monday, seven strikeouts away from 500 career ones. Let's remember, it's only in three years, too. So a, a lot of impressive stuff there on her part to, to even reach that mark since, you know, her sophomore season was canceled due to coronavirus. Yep, absolutely. have to imagine she will get there in that next game. She uh, usually good for double-digit strikeouts, so seven should be a walk in the park. Um, my final one thing, uh, we had a... Uh, Plenty of signings in the city uh, these last couple of weeks. Uh, really, the two banner ones are uh, J.J. Wheat, Clarksville basketball star, 2,000-point scorer in his career, two-time state tournament uh, traveler, I should say, uh, three-time Main Street Clarksville MVP, three-time district MVP. It's a laundry list. We'd be here all day if I if I was going to list everything that J.J. Wheat accomplished. Uh, signed on to play basketball at Freed Hardman. Uh, you know they're thrilled to have a guy like him. Um, everyone's everyone's wondering how he didn't go D1, but um, you know, just you know, just getting that chance to play college basketball is pretty special in itself, and uh, we have no doubt he's going to th- uh, thrive there. Um, additionally, Aiden Kujawa, uh, a Clarksville Academy tennis superstar, uh, signed to play at Austin Peay, so she's going to be going right across the right across Second uh, Street there here in Clarksville, uh, from Clarksville Academy to Austin Peay where uh, she will no doubt contribute to their already very solid tennis program. Um, Clarksville uh, also had six other athletes sign. Uh, Northwest A.J. Harris, baseball player, also signed. Uh, Amani Collier uh, from Rossview Basketball also signed. So plenty of athletes moving on to play college uh, sports in the city. Well, you know, there's one thing I'll say regarding that, I think. Nate James, if you're listening to this, take a, a book out of Austin P. tennis coach Ross Brown's book, Take a page out of that. You got Amitri Massa at Florida 
What, what is it's one of the Florida colleges? Uh, I think it's is it Tallahassee Community College? Amitri, you're gonna have to forgive me. I don't remember that. Yeah. But you got Amitri. I, I know you got the manatees. JJ. They're, they're the manatees. I know that, and I love that. Yeah, name. you got the the men manatees there. You got a couple of guys that Clarksville guys that need to be picked up. Let's talk about our games of the week, Brady. We've got the same one listed. This weekend and next week will be filled with district tournament play. You've got a ton of awesome games coming up, a ton of rivalries based in my county and your county. Um, you know, just what, what do you think the biggest one's going to be? Give us one. If I got to give you one, um, I'm looking forward to seeing Northeast and Clarksville have a rematch in baseball. They split their regular season series um, earlier this season, one game. Uh, uh, sorry, we got a. Uh, I mean, Clarksville and Rossview soccer probably will meet again. That, that could be Rossview and Northeast soccer as well. Um, but Clarksville and Northeast baseball, I think, is going to be a a, a game that could be really good. Uh, they split that regular season, one game at Vanderbilt that Northeast won uh, because Evan Primacing, uh just had a, a fantastic game. Um, but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that game. Well, let's talk about some more soccer. Stay on the pitch and look at our players of the week, performances of the week. I've got. White House Heritage forward Dylan Tate. He's a junior. He had a hat trick against Springfield last night. White House Heritage has won seven of eight, if I'm not mistaken, after a very slow start to the season. Uh, Dylan's one of those guys that's really turned it around. And Brady, I think you've got a soccer star as well. You're sticking with Ross, you here. Yeah, absolutely. Chance Seiler. Um, you know, this is a game that I was really looking forward to, Clarksville versus Rossview. Um, it ended up being just a complete beatdown from Rossview. Chance Seiler scored the first two goals. The last two goals, which ended them because they were the eighth and ninth goals for Rossview in the game. And he also had one sandwiched in between there. So he scored five goals in that game against CHS um, to CHS's zero goals against Rossview. So a 9 nothing win. Chance Siler, huge, huge part of that one. And, uh, Lane, I believe that's going to wrap us up for today. Um, another successful MSP North podcast uh, in the books, would you say? Put a bow on it. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Thank you to Kim Snyder. Thank you to Rob Galowitz for joining us today. Make sure to catch us on Twitter, Facebook, MainStreetPreps.com, all of that. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.